Hello everyone, this is the Things I Tell My Younger Self podcast. I am your host, Ashley Seeger. This is a place where life stories are shared, the lessons that were learned, and the things we would want our younger selves to know. I've experienced a lot of things in my life, both good and bad, and I'm sharing these experiences to offer support, comfort, and hope to those who may be going through their own challenges. When I was 15 years old, I fell head over heels for a boy that was 18. I had met the boy who would become my first husband through a guy that I was dating that he knew as a friend. And it was an instant connection between us. And had I been in a better place mentally, And emotionally, I probably would have been able to recognize the red flags, but I was only 16 years old and um, I was pretty much just enthralled with people who had a car who, you know, it was exciting. It was fun. I was young and dumb and naive (laughs) and I met this boy and I thought that he was just everything. I thought that he was going to take care of me, that he was going to save me, he was going to rescue me from my terrible home life situation. At this point in my life, my father wasn't speaking to me. Things were very tumultuous with my mom at home. She was drinking a lot more. She had started doing drugs a lot more, taking pills a lot more, and things were always chaotic at home, and I never knew what to expect. My life just felt like it was pure chaos, and then I met this boy who made me feel like everything was going to be taken care of. He had the right words. He had a car. He had money. He had all the things that I thought were going to help me you know, that were going to rescue me from this terrible situation that I was living in. So we started dating in October when I was 15 years old. And I instantly just felt like, how could I ever live without him? <laughs> and I had no idea, of course, the the hell and pain that he would put me through. I found out that I was pregnant with my first child a few short months later in February, right before I turned 16. And that was, that was a big life-changing situation that I've talked about in other podcast episode. And shortly after I found out that I was pregnant, he decided that he was going to go join the army because again, he had big plans He had it all worked out and how it was going to work, but because of these plans, he ended up leaving me to go do these things. He left me pregnant and alone to deal with not only growing a child inside of my childlike body, but I also had to deal with my mom all by myself again. I had to deal with the hormones that I was dealing with and how unsure I felt about my future because he had just left me and I wasn't sure he was going to come back. 
and then he broke up with me. (laughs) And I will never forget that summer of just feeling so heartbroken. I had a baby that was going to be born and I had no idea what I was going to do about that situation. (laughs) And I was trying to traverse the situation with my mom getting worse and worse and her thinking that she knew what was best for me when we didn't always see eye to eye on that and having to be a teenager but being pregnant so I wanted to go out with my friends and hang out but people didn't really want to hang out with me I wanted to go to the festivals but I couldn't ride the rides I wanted to go on dates but no boy would date me because I was pregnant and they did not want to be having anyone assume that they were the father of this child of mine which I don't fault them for that it's completely understandable but that was where I was being 16 and pregnant and then I had to make the decision on if I was going to go back to school and I did I went back to school and a lot of people didn't know that I was pregnant and so I had a lot of people staring at me And a lot of people asking me questions about who was the father? Where was he? How are you going to do this? Are you going to keep going to school? And I had no answers. My first husband came back and then he quickly took off again. And I thought he was going to come back for good. But I think the weight of the situation was kind of too heavy for him. So he took off. I kind of went down a different direction and spent the summer drinking and partying and doing drugs and who knows what else, which I'm sure I don't have the full story on that. And again, I was left heartbroken and alone to await this child that would be born. And then to add insult to injury, (laughs) My cat died, which I know is so minor compared to everything, but I remember just feeling like, seriously, I can't even have my cat. <laughs> um, it was it was really, really tough that summer, and I had no idea how things were going to work out, and I had no way of even planning for my future because I felt so unprepared for everything that was happening at that time. At times I thought, what if it would be easier if I gave my son up for adoption so he could live with a normal family with two parents and people who were more prepared to have a child. I had a lot of resources and people who reached out to me and offered to help which I truly appreciate like to this day I am so grateful for those people who helped me to uh, work through a lot of the struggles that I was facing at that time and my first husband came back in September it was either late August or September he came back and said that he was all in he was ready to be a dad He was sorry for all the things and I was so desperate to have support to have him there to feel like we could be a family to feel like there was going to be stability that I let him come back and again if I could go back I would tell her don't do that (laughs) but I let him come back and uh 
October, my son was born. And then a couple months later, we were married. In the middle of the night, we got married, which is a story for another day. But if I could go back and tell my younger self a few things, these are, this is what I would tell her. I would first tell her that you are stronger than you think you are. That you can handle so much more than you believe you can. I would tell her that even though things seem so heavy and even though things seem so up in the air and like you have no idea what is going to happen, that you don't need to be afraid because things will work out. And even if it's not easy, they do work out. And I would reassure her that people will step in and be there for you no matter what. It might come from the least likely of people, but people will be there to support you. And I would reassure her of that to know that she doesn't have to settle, that she doesn't have to go with this person that showed her attention or said the right words, that she doesn't have to settle for that just because she feels like that's the only way that she can have those things that she's looking for. I would let her know that she is capable of so much more than she believes. And I would love to tell her that she really, really digs deep to be able to take care of that child that she brought into this world. That she does so much to provide a life for him that he can be happy with. And that he can grow and develop into an amazing young man. And that she will eventually have more kids. <laughs> and I would let her know that even though she seems like or feels like she is unqualified, unprepared, and not ready to have a child, that she finds it within herself to do all the things that she can to provide a wonderful life for this little boy. And that she loves him so much. And because of that, she is able to do so many hard things that she never thought possible. And I would tell her that she will have help and support from people. And that she doesn't have to settle for a situation that has proven time and time again to be a terrible situation for her to be in. I would let her know that there are other options. And that it's okay to sometimes have more self preservation and let go of situations that aren't healthy or aren't good for you even if it seems incredibly hard even if it seems like you have no idea how anything will work out if you don't go on that down that road I would let her know those things to reassure her that she doesn't have to do those things that she feels that she has to do out of obligation but instead that she can take time to think about those things that she should do that will be the right situation for her and that will help her in the long run to be a healthier and better version of herself. Sometimes when we're scared and unsure about the future, we might make choices or decisions based out of that place of fear instead of taking time to think about how other options might be available, how other things might work out better, how we might be better off going a different direction. And I think it can be really hard to think of those things when 
when we are in the middle of a very stressful or unsure situation. But if we take the time to process those things and to be able to look at them from a different perspective, we might be able to have more clarity to make a decision that might be better for us in the long run. Now, I'm not saying that I regret all the decisions that I've made because I sure I surely don't. But if I could go back and talk to that girl, I would maybe just encourage her to take time to think about things a little bit. Of course, I feel like my life definitely has had a lot of ups and downs and I wouldn't trade those things because of all the blessings that I've had, because I've had my wonderful children and because it's brought me to the point where I am now. I'm just saying sometimes it can be helpful for us to think about things a little bit more than we might if we're in a situation that feels very unsteady and unstable and these are things that I wish that I could go back and tell my younger self. And I hope you have a marvelous day. Thanks for joining me for this episode on Things I Tell My Younger Self. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts.